It is August 9th. I'm Jesse Edmond. And so, I'm confused about something. So before I get into this, uh, once again, let me thank you for for listening um, and and joining me on this journey, whatever it might be. Um, I I rarely I rarely know what the end point of a, a journey is really going to be before I start it. Um, metaphorically, that is not necessarily literally. I don't always know that to be the case because I have. A map program on my phone. So I'm not on every uh, uh, I'm not everywhere yet. I'm still waiting for AnchorCast to to get everything loaded up and approved. Um, it's cool that it does it for you. Um, so I guess here's my ad for AnchorCast, everybody. Uh, it's awesome. Um, it's really cool. Um, you know, if it weren't, I haven't determined yet if you can do production through full episodes of stuff and just load them up, uh, it would be great if you could, um, but the fact that it allows you to do, you know, even these short episodes is great, so there you go, um, yeah, go to go to anchor.fm slash confusion and you will receive for free uh, probably a computer error of some kind. Um, so uh, <laughs> so what's confusing me today is uh, it's what it, it's about movies okay so tonight I'm actually heading home I'm bringing my wife dinner. It's a late dinner, and then we're gonna go out and we're gonna go see Black Klansman. I'm very excited for this movie. Um, I, uh, I I know it's based off a true story. I'm sure there are liberties taken with the story. That's fine. Um, last night we saw Crazy Rich Asians. It was fucking great. It was a lot of fun. Go see Crazy Rich Asians. By the way, when I say Asian quickly, it sounds like I'm saying agent. I'm not saying crazy rich agents because that's just the people that work in Hollywood. Crazy Rich Asians is the movie. Um, Constance Wu is amazing um, until Michelle Yeoh shows up, at which point that becomes Michelle Yeoh's movie. Um, She shows up early on, but um, it's very, very good. Earlier this year, I saw what is probably the best solo superhero film ever. Uh, I'd be hard-pressed to think of a better one. In fact, I'm not hard-pressed. That's the best fucking solo superhero film ever, Black Panther. Um, 
amazing. It just just is amazing. Uh, last year was one of the best horror films of the modern age in Get Out. Blew me away. But, alas, well, I see four very good movies. Or, well, okay, three really good movies and one that I'm hoping will be really good. There are those out there that share my melanin content, uh, my, my general uh, sexual tendencies, um, and, uh, you know, whole penis thing, um, that tend to find, and maybe they don't all have penises, maybe some white ladies are mad too, just want to clarify, I don't want to be sexist here, um, that sounded snarky, but I, I don't. I, what I'm basically saying is there are white people who are bothered by the idea that these films exist. They're not bothered by... They're not bothered by the thing that I'm bothered by, which is, why the fuck weren't these films around all along? Why weren't, why weren't we able to get this level of diversity all along? This, the, see, be able to see... You know, a comic book-fied African culture um, to this degree. Why did I have to watch Chinese films to see the influence of Western culture on Chinese history? You know, why? What's with that? That's what makes me angry. But what makes makes them angry is that. These are not white films. Uh, not white is the, the term. Um, they don't like that. Now, it's been said many times. I've said it many times. But I'm going to point it out again. White people have media available to them where they are represented. Um, In movies, this is called most movies. Okay? In comic books, it's comic books. On television, you know what it is? Yes. TV shows. Yes. That is where white people are represented. Um, We're all over the place. We're, We're... I don't know if I don't know if white people have really caught on, but uh, you know we've been doing really well for the last you know few thousand years. So, um, and it's I think there's this moment, and I think we're at this weird moment in, in history, anyways, because there is this rapid change. You know, if you think about it, uh, uh, white Anglo-Saxon European ideas and values have really been dominant for I mean 
you know, a, a lot of recorded history, you know, at least a thousand years. Let's say at least a thousand years, but I mean, you could also apply Rome to that. Um, I mean, there, there's a, it, just a long fucking time. Um, and now it's changing since the 60s. It started to change where the idea that other cultures can have a voice, can be able to say, hey, look at how cool this stuff is that we do, you know, and it's cool. There's cool stuff out there. Oh my God. If you open your mind and you just pay attention to like some of the cool stuff about these alternate cultures, it's amazing. It, you know, and it, by the way, I'm going to throw this out there. I would argue that a lot of this stuff has been around for some time. I feel like Chinese movies have had Chinese people in them for most of all of them. So there's that. You know, there did. Was there white people complaining about how few white people were in Enter the, De- the Dragon? Probably. There probably was. You know what? There probably was. Um, but they shouldn't have been because that's not the point. I keep going back to a quote uh, and it's attributed to a lot of different people. Um... But it's very, I think it's very apropos uh, in this, in this moment in time, in 2018. From the pedestal of privilege, equality looks like oppression. If you've always looked down on other people, and not that we... I'm not saying we've meant to look down. I'm not saying we've actively said we're looking down. But if you've always been able to see that difference in society, in 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 living conditions, in in, in let's say it, equality that's been there between white people and people of color and people of other cultures, then when those start getting lifted up and raised to the same level, not above, same level, that can seem, it's almost like you may feel as though you have less. You don't have less. Definitely don't. You've got just as much as you had before. It's just as it fucking turns out, there's enough for everybody to go around. So there. That's, uh... That's my rant.
I guess, I guess where, where I'm really going with this whole thing can be illustrated by a story. So, when I was younger, uh, as a child, um, so much younger, long, 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 long time ago, um, <laughs> I was, I was small, I was a little guy, I'm not small anymore, I'm, I'm big, large, I'm hard to miss, although people do miss me, I sneak up on people really easily, and I'm not sure why, but, I was a little, I was, I was smaller than a lot of kids in my class, um, you know, I just grew up little for, for a, a, a few years, a bunch of years, and, um, so I started at a new school in fourth grade and it happened to be a city school and I was targeted by bullies. Um, now this isn't new. <laughs> I'd been targeted by bullies always. i I'm still targeted by bullies. It's just, you know, you stand up to a bully and they, they back down. But, uh, I, I, I guess for whatever reason, I seemed like easy pickings. I don't know. So they picked on me and I had a hard time. I had to give up my, to give up my lunch money a couple times, you know, um, I mean more than a couple, a lot of times. Anyways. It so happened that these kids that were picking on me were black. So, now, I want you to think in your head, I know where this is going, right? I want you to think about that and, and, and stick with me. So, the other new kid in class was a Chinese kid. Um, and he was he was cool and he and I got along really well and he actually now <laughs> I'm not saying all Chinese people know martial arts but he knew martial arts like he knew his stuff at 10 he was a badass um, his father much more of a badass um, and they used to talk about their grandfather or his his grandfather like he was a legend, and I wouldn't be surprised if he was. So, I start. I hung out with with uh, this kid a few times. I'm not going to say his name, um, but I, I hung out with him a few times, and um, he eventually taught me how to throw a punch. Him or his father, and I, I can't remember which, but. Uh, I know his father, I saw his father punching him, and I, he taught me how to throw a punch. That's it. Nothing, nothing big. So one day, I'm, you know, these, these, these kids are coming up to me. Um, yes, black kids. Uh, and I know I'm going to lose my lunch money. And I hauled off, and I, I just threw a punch at the leader of the group. Um, and I am square in the chest, probably the sternum. Um, and he wasn't as tall as some of the other kids. Uh, he had, he had big hair, um, uh, which I actually always thought was cool. Um, 
and he was startled by it, I think, more than, than anything else. You know, here I am fighting back. So, I basically, I found myself, uh, in, in a situation where this, like, Sorry. I found myself in a situation where I had just fought back. And I expected to just get creamed. Right? Didn't happen. These kids backed off. Right away, they never fucking picked on me again. Not once. In fact, I would see them in the hall. Any of them. And they'd give me a nod. You know, there was one time where I remember after school, a bunch of us were hanging out talking about something. And some of them came over and we started talking with them and, you know, and, and we, we, had a real, we were laughing about something. I don't, I don't remember what, but I remember I was struck by like, here are these kids that used to pick on me and bully me. And yet I fought back and, it, it, you know. And it's the whole thing that you hear about. You fight back against the bully because bullies are secretly cowards. Um, but the, I don't think, I don't know if the, these, I wouldn't call these kids cowards at all. I don't know why they picked on me, but if, when I fought back, they stopped. The next year, I moved. I went to a different school. It was a school, a suburban, far suburban. So there were like no white people in this school. And. Um, I basically, uh, like found myself going from a city school where I saw all these different types of people to this rural school, almost rural. And sure enough, bullies started picking on me. Well... I did what you do when you fight, you fight back. Bully starts picking on me, fight back. Wham! Now I clocked him in the face. Right? And he knew he that by then I had learned how to throw a punch. For real. And I thought, that's the end of that. No more bullies. I'll give him a, a, a respectful nod in the hallway every once in a while. But now I'm fine. Except this was a white bully. And the white bullies got more dudes. Yep. The black kid with his little group of people, I fought back against him, backed off. The white bully came at me alone. And when I fought back against him, he got more dudes. And they beat the shit out of me for a year wasn't until next year that I actually managed to grow a little bit and add a little bit more weight to myself that I saw them in the hallways and suddenly I was taller than them. There were a lot in that year. And <laughs> sure enough, I see them in the hallways. Now they see me 
They know I can fight. I'm bigger than them. They give me a knock. I guess my point is, you know, my experience between white people and people of another, let's quote unquote race, black people, we're all the same species, I don't know what race is, whatever, was that the white people were cowards. And the black people had a degree of respect, honor. These are still, I mean, I guess they're still bullies no matter what. So, maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe, maybe we as a people, and I'm, I'm speaking to the white people as a white person. Maybe we're just, maybe we are cowards, you know? It's come up a lot. In a lot of different stuff. Maybe that's the lesson here. Maybe when when we see people complaining about about Black Panther or Crazy Rich Asians or anything else, because because these are pro movies, pro non-white movies. Maybe we just need to accept that that you know the people that are saying that are scared. They are afraid. Just like, just like Stephen Dorff learned in The Power of One. The white people were afraid. Yeah, that's right. And then a few years later, he would become a vampire. And who killed him? That's right, Blade. Blade the Vampire Hunter. So, it all comes around. So, um... I want to thank Wesley Snipes for killing vampire Stephen Dorff, who learned an important lesson. Um, and I think I learned an important lesson today, too. But that's what I do, because, you know, <laughs> confusion, that's my superpower.